those wondrous things also may you see. Where are you going to see? Here. Right here. Ekastham mamadehe. Here you know, you may see all of these in my body. The whole universe you will see in my body, in body of Lord Krishna. Egastam, all compacted, sort of, all accommodated in just one place in my body. Otherwise, you have to go around the world to see the whole universe. How long will it take if you have to go around? Even if Lord Krishna shows the whole universe and Arjuna is able to see, still, for him to see the whole universe, you have to go. Course of years, you have to go around, but no. Here, right in my body, you can see everything. Pashyadya, right now you see. We'll take no time. And means right now, may you see here, in my body itself, the whole universe uh, focused or concentrated. Sacharacharam, consisting of chara and achara, consisting of moving and non-moving beings. Mamadehi, gudakesha. Arjuna is addressed by Lord Krishna in the seventh verse, gudakesha. One simple meaning of kesha means hair. Gudakesha, one who had very thick and beautiful hair. That's how it's uh, so beautiful. Arjuna as a person also is beautiful. Gudakesha. Gudakayaha Ishaha. Gudaka means sleep. Gudakayaha Ishaha. Arjuna is called Gudakesha because he had mastered sleep. So it was up to him when to sleep and when not to sleep. It's not the sleep would overtake him, but he had mastered the sleep. Arjuna was a very diligent student also. Even in the those days of students, when they were learning the archery and this weaponry from the teacher, Dronacharya, when other, other students would all, princes would sleep, he would keep awake whole night and keep on practicing whatever he has learned. And at night also would practice shooting his arrows without actually seeing the object, just by the sound. And that way he really perfected his, his, uh, the art of archery and weaponry. And this is Gurakesha, one who had conquered the sleep. That means he had no tamas, no laziness at all. Someone who was very alert and someone who enjoyed the power of concentration. And Gurakesha. So Gurakaha, Ishaha, Yasisa, Gurakesha. Guraka also is the name of Lord Shiva. So Shiva is the Ishaha, the Lord of whom. So Arjuna had pleased Lord Shiva. In fact, he picked up a battle with Lord Shiva, not knowing that it was Lord Shiva. And that is how, uh, at one point in time, when Arjuna was doing his penance and worshipping Lord Shiva, Lord Shiva appeared before him in the form of a uh, hunter. And uh, so the, the hunter's dog was barking, and Arjuna was getting disturbed, and so he shot some arrows in such a manner that the dog's mouth was just filled with arrows. He was not killed, nothing happened to it. But he could not bark. Hunter saw this, and then saw Arjuna, and then this battle started, fight started between them. And so uh, Arjuna gave a tremendous fight, he did not lose, ultimately it turned out that this hunter was none other than Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva was pleased with Arjuna's valor, and he was given a great weapon called Pashupadastra. Every god has his own weapon, and so Brahma has Brahmastra, all invincible weapons. So Lord Shiva is Pashupadastra, Lord Shiva is called Pashupati. So he, that weapon, Pashupadastra, he gave to Arjuna. So, some, this is, by, by uttering this name, Gurakesha, Lord Krishna is, brings all of these, you know, uh, to memory, that this Arjuna, you are like this, and therefore, you do deserve to see this form. Yachanya drashtamichasi, 
and here Arjuna, whatever else that you want to see. In the second chapter, at one point, Arjuna expressed a sudden, sudden doubt. Yadvajayam yadivano jayayuhu. So, nacheta vidmah kataram no Lord, we do not know which one is better. Yadvajayam yadivano jayayuhu. Whether we shall win or they will win. Although that verse is interpreted differently, not as a doubt on the part of Arjuna, but it could be interpreted also that Arjuna expressed a slight doubt whether we shall win this battle or they will win. And so Lord Krishna is hinting Arjuna here that, well, you have a certain doubt, yet whatever else you want to see, if you want to see what is going to be, what turn the whole battle is going to take, and what is going to be the conclusion of this battle, that also we can see who is going to be the winner and who are going to be the losers. Lord Krishna will show him how he is going to be the winner. That is, that is only told. But all of the, anything else that, because people have lots of fascinations about what they want to see, depending upon how we are brought up. Today's children may have the fascination to go to, I don't know, some uh, exotic places in, on the earth or somewhere in the Mars, and depends on what it is that we have heard. All kinds of uh, stories, you know, of the angels and things that children may have. And they may want to see those kind of countries. So Arjuna also has heard about heavens and heard about many things. And here Arjuna, whatever else that you want to see, you can see in the cosmic form that I'm going to show you right in front of you in my body. <coughs> and then the eighth verse, Lord Krishna says, So here, Sant Jnaneshwar says that this is what Lord Krishna says, Pashya, see this, see this, he is already showing it. Adityan, Vasun, Rudran, see all these gods and see all these divine things. And so Lord Krishna is alone move, showing in the cosmic form to Arjuna. And all of a sudden notices that Arjuna is not able to see anything. This is one interpretation. And therefore, in the eighth verse, Lord Krishna says, Natumam Shakyase Drashtum Natumam Shakyase Drashtum Ane Naivasva Chakshusha Ane Naivasva Chakshusha Divyam Dadamite Chakshuhu Divyam Dadamite Chakshuhu Pashyame Yoga Maishwaram Pashyame Yoga Maishwaram Nutumam Shakyase Drashtum Oh Arjuna, but I am sorry, it is not possible for you to see me with the eyes that you have right now. So, so far Lord Krishna prepared Arjuna, so be prepared to see all of this, but Arjuna, you cannot see all what I just described with the eyes that you have. And therefore, Arjuna had already hinted that you are the Lord, and therefore nothing is impossible for you. And therefore, I know that I cannot see that cosmic form with these eyes that I have, but I know that you are capable of doing whatever is necessary so that I can see. And that's exactly what Lord Krishna does. Divyam dadamite chakshuhu. Here, Juna, I'm giving you a divya chakshuhu, a divine eyes. I'm going to give, I'm giving you divine eyes. So, what kind of divine eyes are they? Did Lord Krishna give Arjuna divine eyes, that is, these eyes were turned into divine? Or Lord Krishna gave Arjuna the capability of seeing all of these things in his mind also, with his mind. <coughs> well, Arjuna saw everything in his mind, or Arjuna saw is an objective reality in front of him. 
The general opinion is that Arjuna saw everything in front of him. And these very eyes were turned into what we call the divine eyes. So Arjuna was at this time given the capability of seeing that which cannot be seen by the human eyes. Therefore, even when Arjuna saw this cosmic form, nobody else saw it. So cosmic form was there before Arjuna, in front of Arjuna. Arjuna had this divine eyes, a gift of divine eyes, so he could see it, nobody else could see Divyam dadami te chakshuhu. I'm giving you this divya chakshu, divine eyes. They use this word divya chakshu, divine eyes, in terms of jnana chakshu, sometimes they use the expression jnana chakshu, the eye of knowledge. So Lord, Krishna, Lord Shiva's third eye in the forehead is the eye of knowledge. So these two eyes are there with which Lord Shiva sees everything that we see. What we call the Vyavaharika Sattva, this world. But then that's not enough. So what the wise person sees is not merely the names and forms also, but he sees what is substrate of the names and forms, Asti, Bhati, Priyam. So that also he sees. If you only see the names and forms, well then of course there is duality. But when we realize that every name and form is its really being in Satchit Ananda. So one may say that with the third eye, Lord Shiva also sees Satchitananda as a very non-dual substratum of which the entire universe of names and forms is a play. Like one looking at the ocean as nothing but one water and looking at all the waves in the ocean as a play of that water and so also Lord Shiva, the wise person, sees the whole universe as nothing but Satchitananda and all the names and forms as the manifestation of the Satchitananda. That's what the third eye symbolizes. There's also the eye from which the fire emerged and it burned Kamadeva with a lot of passion. Who stands for ignorance? The idea is that the fire stands for fire of knowledge that burns the ignorance. And all the passion and everything that is born of ignorance. <coughs> so that is called Jnana Chakshu, that is called the eye of knowledge. Here this is, that is not the eye that is given to Arjuna. That means the eye, the special eye that is the faculty of seeing that Arjuna is granted is not to be able to see Brahma. So these eyes are somewhat different. Not like the eyes that we have with which you can see the earthly things, nor the eyes that the wise person has with which you can see Satchidan and the Brahma. But these are the eyes that therefore they are called divine eyes with which Arjuna could see the cosmic form which could not be seen by anybody else with the regular ordinary eyes. So, Paschame Yogam Aishwaram Here Arjuna, see my Aishwaram Yogam so we'll see my this 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 uh, form, the lordly form. <coughs> yogam. Yoga means that which is impossible in that which makes impossible possible. And so Lord Krishna is Yogeshwara or Yogeshwara makes impossible also possible to show Arjuna the cosmic form. <coughs> and now in the next six verses, uh, Sanjaya, the reporter, talks here that Lord Krishna indeed showed this divine form to Arjuna and that Arjuna filled with wonder saw it and then ultimately reported to Lord Krishna all of these Sanjaya describes to Dhritarashtra in the next six verses. Sanjaya Uvacha Sanjaya Uvacha Eva Muktva Tato Rajan Eva Muktva Tato Rajan Mahayogeshwaro Harihi Mahayogeshwaro Harihi 
दर्शयामास पार्थाय दर्शयामास पार्थाय परमं रूपमैश्वरं परमं रूपमैश्वरं एवं उक्त्वा हैविंग स्पोकन दस अरे अर्जुना वेल यू कैन नॉट सी माय फॉर्म विच योर रेगुलर आईज आई एम गोन टू गिव यू दिस डिवाइन आईज हैविंग एंड एंड दस सी बिहोल्ड माय यूनिवर्स दी कॉस्मिक फॉर्म हैविंग स्टेटेड दस ततः गराफ्ट हे राजन सो दिस इज संजय एड्रेसिंग किंग धृतराष्ट्र हे राजन सो हैविंग गिवन अर्जुना दिस डिवाइन आईज देन हे राजन ओ किंग महायोगेश्वरो हरि हरि सो लॉर्ड हरि सो लॉर्ड कृष्णा इज ही इनकारनेशन ऑफ हरि और नारायण सो दिस लॉर्ड नारायण और विष्णु इज ऑल्सो कॉल हरि हरति हरि सो वन टेक्स अवे हरि दैट्स अवर लॉर्ड कृष्णा इज टू टेक अवे थिंग्स यू नो इज टू स्टील बटर एंड थिंग्स लाइक दैट इन दैट सेंस बट दैट ओनली सिम्बोलाइजेज सो वेन लॉर्ड कृष्णा स्टील्स अवे बटर दैट ओनली सिम्बोलाइजेज so butter was stolen from his devotees that from nobody else all these these cowherd women were all the devotees of lord krishna and from their homes he used to steal butter and therefore lord krishna steals from the hearts of the devotees all that is of the nature of attachment and so lord krishna removes he is called hari because he removes the sins he removes ignorance he removes all the suffering from the heart of his devotees therefore he is called hari he and by using these names or adjectives sanjay is as though drawing attention of dhritarashtra look what you are up to here dhritarashtra is a king ideally theoretically although basically it is son duryodhana who is actually ruling but theoretically dhritarashtra is still the king and it is said that at any one point now also dhritarashtra could have ordered he was a blind king he could have ordered that this wall be stopped he could have done that and sanjay his sanjay is actually report he is a minister of dhritarashtra but still he is soft corner for the pandavas also and so the way he describes also is as though somewhat partial to the pandavas and also hinting the dhritarashtra that you still have the time the opportunity to to call off this battle so here also later on we'll see the description as to how there is a hint to dhritarashtra here also mahayogeshwaro hari mahayogeshwara the one who is the mahan limitless lord of all the yogas meaning he is almighty he dhritarashtra understand that lord krishna is almighty he is not an ordinary cowherd boy not just an ordinary charioteer not an ordinary human being he is god he is incarnation and that is the nature of incarnation where lord retains all his powers in his entirety so there is a dis- dis- difference between incarnation and ordinary human beings <coughs> that ordinary human beings are also born human beings and lord also appears to be born as human being but as i said he is not limited by the limitations of this human form there is a difference between incarnation and wise person also that wise person also knows that everything is brahman and of course lord knows but still as a wise person wise person still is limited by the limitations of the human form and therefore what he can do what he can know all of that is going to be limited even though he is wise but the avatar incarnation is not limited at all uh, even though he just uh, appears as a human being lord krishna can do everything 
and that is being pointed out mahayogeshwara he is he, he dhritarashtra the lord krishna who is the limitless lord of all the yogis many who is capable of doing everything that is that can should can be done or even what is impossible one is almighty and is hari so he removes the the suffering of his devotees and definitely going to remove the suffering of pandavas or the devotees darshayamasa pathaya he dhritarashtra lord krishna did show dhritarashtra may wonder whether the, the cosmic form was really shown or not so sanjaya confirms it no in fact lord krishna the hari did show this cosmic form paramam rupameshwaram that paramam the limitless or the most exalted rupam that form aishwaram belonging to ishwara or belonging to the lord as you know very well what is our concept of lord is that he is both the material as well as the efficient cause he is both the creator as well as the creation and therefore the whole universe is nothing but the manifestation of lord and that is how aishwaram rupam that the lordly form consisting of and what we perceive of course is are the forms in this world there are supposed to be 14 worlds seven down and seven up or they can all be compacted into three worlds earth and all the worlds below intermediate space called antariksha and swarga heavens and all the worlds above so very often sometimes these 14 worlds are reduced to three bhuhu bhuvaha suvaha the earth the intermediate world and the heavens except suvaha the heavens includes all the worlds above and bhuhu includes all the world below and therefore that is a cosmic form that is what arjuna sees here <coughs> so this aishvandras all inclusive form was shown to arjuna <coughs> and what how was it formed that is being described in the next two verses here sanjaya continues in the 10th verse aneka vaktranayanam अनेकवक्त्रनयनम् अनेकाद्भुतदर्शनम् अनेकाद्भुतदर्शनम् अनेकदिव्याभरणम् अनेकदिव्याभरणम् दिव्यानेकोद्यतायुधम् दिव्यानेकोद्यतायुधम् दिव्यमाल्यांबरधरम् दिव्यमाल्यांबरधरम् दिव्यगंधानुलेपनम् दिव्यगंधानुलेपनम् सर्वाश्चर्यमयम् देवम् सर्वाश्चर्यमयम् देवम् अनंतम् विश्वतो मुखम् अनंतम् विश्वतो मुखम् सो दिस कॉस्मिक फॉर्म्स ऑफ लॉर्ड कंसिस्टिंग ऑफ अनेक वक्त्रेनम् कंसिस्ट ऑफ काउंटलेस माउथ्स एंड आईज काउंटलेस फेसेस एंड आईज अनेकाद्भुत दर्शनम काउंटलेस वंडर्स फॉर्म्स सो दर्शनम वेर देर काउंटलेस वंडर्स ऑब्जेक्ट्स काउंटलेस वंडर्स फॉर्म्स अनेक दिव्याभरणम वेर द लॉर्ड्स कॉस्मिक फॉर्म वेर लॉर्ड वाज वेरिंग काउंटलेस सेलेस्टियल सेलेस्टियल ऑर्नामेंट्स नॉट ऑर्डिनरी ऑर्नामेंट्स बट दिव्याभरणम सेलेस्टियल और डिवाइन ऑर्नामेंट्स Divyanekodhyatayudham There are countless arms, of course. In those arms, the Lord is holding, welding a number of weapons. All the weapons are all lifted up. So, Udhyatayudham Divyanekodhyatayudham Udhyat means lifted up. Ayudham, the weapons. 
So, number of divine weapons that are lifted in his hands, so he saw this form with number of arms, countless arms, possess, I mean, in which the divine weapons were all uplifted, weapons were there. <coughs> that means ready, because later on we will be, uh, as Arjuna will describe, in the beginning you can see that the whole form is very beautiful, very charming, and slowly and slowly it's going to turn into very uh, frightening form. But right now, it is very beautiful. All beautiful faces and beautiful eyes and, you know, beautiful ornaments and garlands. Divyamalyambaradham. Also, there are many uh, celestial garlands, ambara celestial uh, garments. Divyagandhanulepanam. And also anointed with celestial scents, you know. So, anointed with special sandal paste or special scents. Fragrances, Sarvascharyamayam, that it was wondrous in all ways. Devam, the resplendent, Anantam, the infinite, Vishwadomukham, with the faces everywhere. So these are four forms with the faces everywhere, infinite, resplendent, and possessed of countless wondrous sights. This is what Arjuna saw. <coughs> Sanjaya had the also divine eyes. Sanjaya was given the special eyes also. See, Sanjaya is a minister of Dhritarashtra. Dhritarashtra is a blind king. And he had the desire of seeing this battle. Or he wanted to know what's going on in the battlefield. So Vyasa, uh, he offered Dhritarashtra. All right, I'll give you, I'll make you, I'll give you the sight so that you can see. You can, for your own sake, you can go to the battlefield and see what's happening there. He says, no, I can't see that. So, all right then, another arrangement was made when Sanjaya was the minister, who was given very special eyes, like Arjuna is given. So, Sanjaya also was given. So, sitting in the palace, he could see what is happening in the battlefield. Not only he could see, but he could hear. Not only he could hear, he could know what was being thought. So, Sanjaya also was uh, gifted for this purpose, with very special ability to perceive. And so he also saw that form. Sanjaya also saw. Which Sanjaya will report at the end of Bhagavad Gita, that I still remember the wondrous form of Lord Narayana. I still cannot forget it. And my hair still stand on my body when I think of that form. So, Sanjaya also saw it. Arjuna, of course, saw. And Sanjaya also saw that. <coughs> So this form is resplendent. So what was, uh, so this was an effulgence. What was the, how was the effulgence of this form? So in the twelfth verse, Sanjaya tries to describe the form was there, it is resplendent, effulgent. So how effulgent it was, uh, Sanjaya tries to describe that by giving some kind of a comparison. So in the twelfth verse we are told, Devi Surya Sahasrasya Devi Surya Sahasrasya Bhaved Yuga Padutthita Bhaved Yuga Padutthita Yadibhas Sadrushi Sasyad Yadibhas Sadrushi Sasyad Bhasastasya Mahatmanah Bhasastasya Mahatmanah <coughs> Devi, Devi means in the heavens or in the sky Surya Sahasrasya Sanjaya says Surya Sahasra, Surya means the sun. If one thousand suns 
भवेद योगपद बुद्धिता इफ द रेस्प्लेंडेंस ऑफ 1000 सन्स वेयर टू अपीयर इन द हेवन्स ऑन द स्काई साइमल्टेनियसली सो वन सन ऑफ कोर्स इज रेस्प्लेंडेंट और इफल्जेंट इफ 1000 सन्स वेयर टू अराइज साइमल्टेनियसली इन द स्काई इफ सच अ थिंग वुड हैपन यदि भासदोषी सास्यात then whatever splendence or whatever effulgence could be the combined effulgence of 1000 suns simultaneously shining in the sky whatever that effulgence would be the adjuster sanjaya does not really know i mean he has imagines but there is no way for him to know what would be the effulgence of 1000 suns shining simultaneously in the sky but sanjaya says yadi bha sadushi sasyad If that resplendence of that effulgence also, whether that will equal to the effulgence of this cosmic form, thus the Mahatmana. So this great soul or this great Lord, whose whose cosmic form is resplendent, shining. So Sanjaya says whether the effulgence of one thousand suns simultaneously shining in the sky, whether that effulgence also would compare with this or not, I do not know. Course, he doesn't know what the one thousand suns would look like, but he says, "I can imagine. I don't think that even the one thousand suns simultaneously shining would compare with the resplendence of this Lord." This called abhuta upama, you know. Abhuta upama is compare. Normally, upama means a comparison, and the poets always give different comparisons in order to give us an idea of what it, what the thing is. And here also, Sanjay is presenting an upama or a comparison to try to describe Lord's resplendence. But abhuta upama. So this is an upama or comparison which is impossible, which has never happened. Abhuta upama because one thousand suns can never shine simultaneously. But that is what he is using because he has no other way, no other measure. <coughs> like one in one place, some poet is describing Lord Krishna. You know, Lord Krishna is said to be blue in color. Has He wears uh, the the uh, yellow cloth around his waist. His chest is open, and on his chest there is a garland. So there is a garland of white flowers on the body of Lord Krishna, and the poet is describing that. So this blue form of Lord Krishna is like blue sky. And in fact, that blue color also indicates infinite. That's also the reason why the blue color is shown there. So the sky also is blue and is infinite. Now how do How to how to uh, describe the beauty of that? So the the poet says that if two Ganges were to fall from the heavens, because Ganges is supposedly flowing from the heavens to the earth, that's how it came down. So formerly Ganges was flowing in the heavens, and because of the prayers of one of the kings Bhagiratha, the Ganges came down. So when the Ganges is white, so when the Ganges comes down in the blue sky, it will look like one as one. One side of the garland. Suppose two Ganges were to flow down. That is how the garland appeared on the body of Lord Krishna. Now that also is abhuta upama, in a comparison which would never be. But this is how comparisons are given here also. Sanjaya, in order to describe the form, gives this comparison of one thousand suns simultaneously shining in the sky. <coughs> Meaning that this effulgence is even greater than that. Hey, the Rasta. And Lord Krishna had told Arjuna, 
that here, Juna, may you see this whole universe in my body, in one place. And this is what, in fact, was seen, that is said in the verse 13. Tatrai kastham jagat krishnam, tatrai kastham jagat krishnam, pravibhakta manekadha, pravibhakta manekadha, apashyad deva devasya, apashyad deva devasya, sharire pandavastada, sharire pandavastada. Tatra krishnam jagat, the entire creation, Ekastham, located in one place, <coughs> that apasya deva devasya sharire, sharire in the body, deva devasya. So Lord Krishna is described as deva deva, the god of all the gods, or the lord of all the lords, or the one who is worshipped by the gods also. So deva means one who is worshipped, deva deva means one who is worshipped by the gods also, or deva deva. All these are called devatas, like sun and the moon, all of these are called devatas. And similarly in our body, all the organs of perception and action also are called devatas. Devata is the one who is resplendent, one who illumines. Like the sun is a devata because it illumines, moon also illumines, fire also illumines. Our eyes also illumine the forms and the ears illumine the sounds, therefore the deities are called devatas. He is deva-deva. He is the god of gods. So one, because whom these devatas also shine, as we, we chant, while showing the light to the Lord, Natatra Suryo Bhatina Chandradarakam, Nema Vidyato Bhanti Kotoya Magni, Tameo Bhantam Anubhati Sarvam. When Lord shines, the whole universe shines after. What is meant by shine after is that the, the best example would be the sun shines, the moon shines after. So moon also appears to shine and illumine, but that is the borrowed light. So the one who does not know the moon would think that the moon is self-effulgent. But in fact, the sun shines, the moon shines after. So also we feel that the sun and the moon and the fire, all of them shine. They live in the world. But in fact, they shine in whose light? So they shine when the Lord shines. In short, they are also shining in the moral light. Therefore, Mahadeva. Lord Shiva is called Mahadeva, the great God. We are Deva Deva, the God of Gods, meaning the one because whom the Gods also shine. Or in our body also, as we said, all the organs of perception and organs of action are called Devatas. So they also shine. As the Upanishad says, Chakshu Shah, Chakshu Shrotrasya, Shrotram. So self is described as the ear of the ear, the mind of the mind, the eye of the eye. Meaning one because of whom the ears are able to hear, the eyes are able to see, the mind is able to think. In that sense also, Deva Deva, the one because of whom the Devatas are also shining. Or Deva Deva, one who is the one who is worshipped even by the Devatas. <coughs> Meaning that the Devatas are whom we approach. We approach different Devatas for solving our problems. Like we go to the Surya, if you have a problem with the eyes, worship sun, you know. Then because he is the presiding deity of the eyes, and there are Cases when the eye disease are cured with the worship of sun, and like that. So these devatas have the capability of granting results to us. But that is because of whom? That is also Deva Deva, the one because of whom they get the powers to be able to bless the devotees. <coughs> Apashyat saw, Pandava Arjuna saw, Tada at that time. 
So, when he was seeing this wondrous form at that time, in the body of Lord Krishna, Arjuna saw the whole universe divided in various ways, the entire world, so distinctly divided in manifold ways, Arjuna saw that. The idea is that Arjuna saw this cosmic form right in the body of Lord. He is called the cosmic person anyway. We have this Purusha Suktam that describes the cosmic person. The Purusha Suktam describes that's the prayer, that is the praise of him in praise of the cosmic person. Where it is said that the heavens is the head of this Lord and these, the intermediate space is the body, the earth are the feet, the sun is the, the eyes, like we said yesterday. So how the various elements of the cosmos are the various limbs of the Lord. Therefore it's called the cosmic form, person. But then, if it was like that, Arjuna could or could not have seen, but this was all shown in the very body of Lord Krishna himself. <coughs> so remaining in one single form, Ekadha, remaining in one single form, but distinctly divided in manifold ways, that cosmic form Arjuna saw in the body of Lord Krishna. Then what happened to Arjuna? This was most wondrous thing that he has seen. And one can be scared seeing this kind of form. Did Arjuna was scared? Was he afraid? He was not. Or you may turn your, close your eyes seeing something like that. Arjuna did not close his eyes either. Or you may get so overwhelmed by this that you don't know what to do. You may get completely lost. No, Arjuna, even though he saw this wondrous form, did not get lost. Meaning that he did not forget what is the right thing to do. And therefore he remembered. He was quite in, in control of himself. And seeing this form, did he run away from there? He did not run away. He remained there and he did exactly what was to be done at that time. And that is what Sanjaya describes. Tatasavismaya vishtah Tatasavismaya vishtah Hrishtaroma dhananjaya Hrishtaroma dhananjaya Pranam Shirasa Devam Pranam Shirasa Devam Pratanjali Rabhashada Pratanjali Rabhashada Tataha Thereafter That is when this most wondrous form was shown to Arjuna thereafter Hrustaroma <coughs> So one whose Hrustaroma uh, is one who has had horripulations, you know, hands standing on his, uh, standing on his end, so one who has had the horripulations on his body, Hrishtaroma, because of the tremendous wonder that he saw, Saha Dhananjaya, that Dhananjaya, who is Saha? Arjuna is a well-known person, he was called Dhananjaya. So Dhanam Jayati, it is Dhananjaya. One who conquers wealth is called Dhananjaya. So Arjuna was said to be Dhananjaya because when his elder brother, Dhritara, when Yudhishthira, when he performed Rajasu Yajna, so this used to be the custom among the Kshatriya kings, kings of Kshatriyas, that every so often they may perform this kind of big rituals, big yajnas, like Ashwamedha, Rajasuya, wherein you will establish your supremacy over all the different kingdoms. So that time when Rajasuya Yajna was performed, Arjuna went with his army, and went around the entire world, entire went and conquered everybody and brought a lot of wealth with him. Thus he won the wealth. So since then he was called Dhananjaya. 
or also just a few months ago when Pandavas were in the kingdom of Virat, that time they were in incognito because that was a condition that for one year they must remain incognito. So twelve years they were in exile in the forest and one year they must remain in incognito. If during that one year if they were spotted that hey these are Pandavas then twelve more years. This was the condition. The condition of exile was very tough. Duryodhana said that for twelve years you will have to go in exile. For one year you must remain in incognito. And he was saying this intelligence agent to search for them, you know. But anyway, all the Pandavas remained in the king of in the kingdom of Virat. So uh, Bhima became a cook, you know, and Arjuna became a dance teacher. He became a dance teacher. So he in fact posed as a woman. And he became a dance teacher of the son of that king Virat. And then the king, uh, this person became a cook, you know, and so forth. Everybody had their uh, duties, you know. So nobody could recognize them. And that's how the whole year was over. Then Duryodhana, want, Duryodhana suspected that these Pandavas are here. And so what he did is, he brought his whole army, along with Bhishma, Drona, the entire army was brought to this kingdom of Virat. And in the morning, you know, the cowherd people go to the forest for the, taking the cows for grazing. So what Duryodhana did with the help of his army is, he rounded up all the cows and took them away. And, that, and what he had done is, at that very time, at another front, he had also sent his army. And so this king Virat had to go away because already some fighting was going on. So the whole army had gone away to fight the battle at that front. There was nobody here, no army here. And Duryodhana comes with his main army, rounds up all the cows, challenging. And the only person who was there was the son of that king Virat, and he was not capable of doing anything. But that's it. He was told to go and fight the battle. The entire army of the Kauravas, with Bhishma, Drona and everybody, invincible warriors, and this poor boy was supposed to, uh, you know, go and fight. Uttara, his name was Uttara. And Arjuna says, don't worry. He was teaching them dance. He says, don't worry. I will, I will, I'll be your charioteer. Let us go. This fellow was, you know, this Uttara is shivering. But Arjuna goes, takes him in the chariot. But then he, he they all, those of them, the chariot comes and he stopped there under a big tree where all the weapons were hidden. Except one year is complete now. So one year is complete. That Arjuna had counted. So today actually he could expose himself with Arjuna. So what he did is, he recovered all the weapons from the tree, he, he put on his, you know, warrior dress and all the weapons, and he says to Uttara, you become charioteer and I will fight. And that's how he went to the battlefield. And single-handedly, he drove away the entire army of Kaurava. Same army which is, in fact, the same army that is facing today. And says, I don't want to fight. That very same army, just a few months ago, he had faced and driven away. You know how he started his battle? Because armies are very big and then, and therefore you don't even know the, the opponents, you can't even see them properly. So, the way Arjuna started is, he sent two arrows. One arrow fell at the feet of Bhishma. Other arrow fell at the feet of Dronacharya. So, both are his, Bhishma is his grandfather, great-grandfather, and Dronacharya is a teacher. So, he sent two arrows, offering his prostrations to both of them. Because when you start this kind of a thing, you must always offer prostration to your, you know, elders and whatever. 
So he sent two arrows. And two arrows came to him also. From there, from Bhishma, they, they recognized who is on the other side. When these arrows came like that, Bhishma and Drona knew who they are fighting against. And they also sent two arrows. They just passed above the head of Arjuna, giving them the... The two arrows came above. So because when you give blessing, you place your hand on the head. And so both Bhishma and Drona also sent the arrows, blessing Arjuna. And then the battle began. And Arjuna instead of driven away the entire army. So that is, and recovered all the wealth in the form of cows. So that is also the reason why it's called Dhananjaya, because cows or cattle is the wealth. Anyway, so that Dhananjaya, who is well known in his, uh, in his valor, and as I said, he had picked up a fight even with Lord Shiva and had given a fight to him. So that Dhananjaya, Sah Dhananjaya, Vismaya Vishtaha, overwhelmed with awe, Vismaya Vishtaha, Roma with his hair standing on the end. Dhananjaya Pranamya Prakrashena Namya Namanam Kutva Pranamya. So he bowed down. So bowed down. So Pranam. So Namaskara is of course offering the salutation, but Pranam means he offered his salutation with his head, meaning the head touching the ground. Pranamya. Shirasa Pranamya. So bowing down with his head, with his head touching the ground. Devam. So prostrating to the Lord, Krutanjalihi, with his hands folded like this, Abhashata, this is what Arjuna says. So Arjuna, seeing this most wondrous and most overwhelming cosmic form, with tremendous excitement, his hair standing on the end, he folded his hands, offered his prostration with the head, folded his hand, and this is what he said to Lord Krishna. And from that verse on now, what Arjuna told Lord Krishna, his description begins. So uh, he describes the form that he sees in front of himself. <coughs> and that description begins from the next verse. Let us read the let us read the first verse, fifteenth verse. Arjuna Uvacha Arjuna Uvacha Pashyami Devam Stava Deva Dehe Pashyami Devam Stava Deva Dehe Sarvam Statha Bhuta Vishesha Sanghan Sarvam Statha Bhuta Vishesha Sanghan Brahmanamisham Kamalasanastham Brahmanamisham Kamalasanastham Rushim Shasarvan Uragam Shadivyan Arjuna said that, O Lord, meaning confirming that, O Lord, the cosmic form that you are showing me, I am seeing that, that you have given me this divine eyes and with that, this form that cannot be seen by anybody, indeed, I am seeing it. And what a, how fortunate I am, what a great fortune I have that I am able to see this, this wondrous form and his own experience of seeing that form is being described in these words. <coughs> Pashyami, I see, who do, what do I see? Devan, oh Lord, I see all different gods. So understand that this, this culture imagines different kinds of beings living in different worlds. 
So suppose there are fourteen worlds in which fourteen kinds of beings live. live. But as I said, if we divide this, if we com- compact these fourteen worlds or if we reduce them to three, then the human beings are said to be living on the earth, the gods are said to be living in the heavens, and the, and the, the demons as well as all the, uh, the snakes and the, uh, the cobras, they are supposed to be living in the nether worlds. The human beings and other plants and animals from this world and the denizens of heavens living in the heavens. So Arjuna reports here that I see all of them. Pashyami Devan, I see all these different. Where do I see? Tava Dehe, O Lord, in your body. I see in this Vishwarupa, in this cosmic form, I see all these Devadas. The Vasus, Aditya, Rudra, all of that you say, I see all these Devadas. <coughs> Tatha Sarvan Devan. All the devatas I see, all the deities. Understand when we say God, now the word God has to be understood. God means capital G-O-D, means this creator, sustainer, dissolver. But all these are lesser gods. So Indra and Sun and the Moon, all lesser gods. All of them are the uh, presiding deities performing different functions in the scheme of the, the cosmic scheme. Each one of them has certain role or certain function to perform. And so, they are also called Devata, so they are translated as God. So Deva word is translated as God, but you can say small g, you know, G-O-D, small God. And this is capital G-O-D, that is the Lord Krishna. So I see all those gods here, Tatha Bhuta Vishesha Sanghan. So all the celestials I see, that's a better translation, I see all the celestials here. And also Bhuta Vishesha Sanghan, all different kinds of beings I see, all kinds of beings. There are supposed to be 8.4 million varieties of species, supposedly. And there were all the various beings I see. <coughs> and what else do I see? Brahmanam. I see Brahma, the creator. In fact, when you say Devatas, I see, then Brahma also is included. All the celestials include Brahma. So there is this, this trinity. Brahma, Vishnu and Mahesha. So Brahma, the creator. Vishnu the preserver, Mahesha the destroyer. Of that I see Brahma. Means you may imagine that other celestial beings are also seen. I see Brahma. Isham, who is the... So Brahma is where, you know? He is in the fourteenth world, seventh heaven. Bhuhu, Bhuvaha, Suvaha, Maha, Janaha, Tapaha, Satyam. In Satyaloka, Brahmaloka, Brahma lives. So when Arjuna reports that I see Brahma, that means that he sees everything up to Brahmaloka, the fourteenth world. So I see Brahmanam, Brahma is the creator. Kamala Sanastham. So Brahma is said to be seated in a lotus seat. Lotus seat. Both ways. Brahma is said to have emerged from the lotus. So first lotus emerged from the navel of Lord Vishnu. So Lord Vishnu is supposedly reclining on his serpent bed. At the time of creation, the, uh, the lotus emerges from the navel of Lord Vishnu and the Brahma, the creator, appears there. So Kamala Sarastam, so Brahmaji, who is seated in the lotus, or Brahma is said to be residing in his Brahmaloka on Mount Meru on a certain. There are a lot of descriptions there. There's a Mount Meru with so many peaks, and different gods live in different peaks. So on one of the peaks, uh, Brahmaji also is there in his lotus uh, seat. Brahmanamisham, Kamala Sarastam. So, Prasavi Padma Madhye, Meru Karnika Sanastam. Imagine the earth. So, there is an imagination here that on in the middle of the earth, there is what we call the Mount Meru. 
So earth is imagined to be like a lotus. In the middle there is Mount Meru. On the top of Mount Meru is Brahmaji said to be living. So that is also Kamala Sanastham. Rushim Sarvan. I see all the Rushis, all the sages, Vasistha and all the sages I see. Vasistha, Shami, Brahmadeva. So people want to see these sages because we hear about them. I see them all. So sages are on the earth. So he sees this world where all these human beings are there. He sees the heavens where these different celestial beings are there. Urgam, Shadivyan, and the celestial snakes I see. The snakes are supposed to be living in the nether worlds. So thus Arjuna says that I see all the three worlds, the heavens, the earth, as well as the nether world. Meaning that I see things that are very far away. <laughs> Heaven is very far away. Nether also is very far away. And then different in times also. All the rishis are not right now, but he sees them all. It means that Arjuna is able to see things that are different away from him in time and away from him in place. And away from him in the Upadi, in the, in the, in the qualifications also. So all of that Arjuna says, O Lord, by your grace, I am able to see all of this. With the help of the divine eyes, that you have given to me. <coughs> okay, we'll continue. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Vadarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punah Punah Ishvara Gururatmedi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhavanamaha Hari Om